Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. I don't have empathy. Not in the way that empaths do. Not even in the way normal people do. I don't feel others' emotions, not even a little bit. It's not natural to me. I have to consciously think about what people may be feeling based on observation. For those of you who are not like this, it's probably pretty hard to understand what a handicap that can be. But you know how much easier it is for many of you to talk in person because there's less misunderstanding than in text? It's kind of like that. I'm missing that much of an interaction every single day. So compassion is a key skill for me. And that's what I'm talking about today. Eight tips to communicating compassionately. There's this one conversation I keep having about communication. It's about brutal honesty and how shitty it is. And it came up again in my live a couple Thursdays ago. I can't stress enough that brutal honesty is just an excuse to bully people with truth and that we should all be aiming for compassionate honesty. But what is compassionate honesty? And what does compassionate communication look like overall? That's what I'm talking about today. Eight weeks ago, I wrote that communication is a tool, not a solution. I mentioned that without a few key elements, communication is more likely to harm than to heal. Those are priorities, openness, respect, compassion, and autonomy. So far, I've covered priorities, openness, and respect. Today, I'm tackling compassion. Empathy versus compassion. A lot of focus is put on empathy, which can be a good thing in many ways. But the challenge with empathy is that we don't always empathize. And it's not because we are necessarily bad people. You could be like me and born with little to no natural empathic ability. Or the experience that someone else is going through might be so far out of your understanding that you just can't really empathize. And there are the times when you might empathize too strongly and feel their feels instead of being there for them, you're too deep in with them. Compassion is a skill you can learn to use even when your empathy fails you. What does compassionate communication look like? It's a sincere desire to find the best solution for everyone. It's a desire to understand the other's perspective and acting with a goal towards minimizing harm. It is not always getting it perfect. We are humans and we will never be perfect. But as I've said before, effort means a lot. And the authentic effort put into understanding and not harming matters. I don't know how to say this, 
Could you please say that in another way? I'm not really understanding what you mean. Could you tell me how that makes you feel? Oh, that's something someone else has said. Thank you for bringing it up. I know you're sensitive about thing, and I want to be as kind as possible when I say... And so on. And let me be clear, it's not the words, it's the intention. You can say those words in manipulative ways too, and I'm hoping you know the difference, in yourself at least. So here are eight ways to communicate compassionately. One, focus on what they're saying. Humans are self-centered creatures. It's in our nature. And that's actually a good thing. In fact, many of us could stand to be more self-centered. But I digress. In a conflict or potentially intense conversation, we humans have a tendency to hear words, but not listen. To be engaged only as long as it takes to find something we want to reply to, then shut off everything waiting for our turn. That's no bueno. So take a deep breath and listen. Don't worry about getting to speak your mind. It will happen or it won't. And you'll know they are not a compassionate communicator and you have a choice to make. Really listen and think about what they are saying and what it means to them. Two, pause before responding. Take a moment, more than a moment. Digest what they have said. Take five deep breaths. Don't rush it, don't hurry. Give them the honor of being in your thoughts for a short while before you speak. Three, take care with your words. In that pause, think about how your words may impact the other person. Change a few things here or there to do the least amount of harm when you open your mouth. You may still unintentionally harm. That's part of being humans, humaning with other humans. If you do, apologize and make a mental note so you can hopefully avoid that same mistake in the future. Four, thank them or show your appreciation. Before launching into your own dialogue, thank them for sharing or show appreciation for what they said. Show that you actually value their communication to you. Five, don't assume the worst. Give your partner the benefit of the doubt. If something they said stung or felt mean, Realize that perhaps they meant it differently than you would mean it if you said that thing. Don't put words and thoughts into their head. It's a common mistake, and it leads to huge misunderstandings and continuing arguments, all based on one wrong assumption. Better to clarify, 
Hey, when you said this, I felt that. Could you please tell me more about what you meant? Six. Don't take it personally if they are not compassionately communicating themselves. Difficult topics and conversations carry their own trauma with them. Understanding that the other person may be reacting to things from their past in addition to having their own needs and preferences that they may or may not have been able to articulate yet can go a long way. It's not always you. And even if it is, if you take it personally and lash out, it's only going to get worse. Seven, be authentic. Don't lie. Don't hide how you're feeling. You got to be you for this to work. Just make full use of step three and take care with your words. Sometimes we have to say hurtful things and doing it in the most compassionate way possible is good for everyone. Eight, practice. Don't wait until a deep conversation. Practice compassionate communication in everyday life. Instead of, I told you to take the trash out yesterday, try, I know yesterday was crazy and you were stressed. Could you take the trash down on your way out the door? Instead of, how many times do I have to tell you I hate radishes? Try, just a reminder, I don't like radishes. So you can have them all when you make us a salad. Instead of, you never remember my birthday on the evening of, try, I'm so excited to do something special with you next Friday for my birthday the week before, and so on. Compassionate communication requires thought. It's definitely more labor intensive than just saying whatever. It requires practice and it's worth it. There's a lot less conflict and escalation, less drama, more love. What are your thoughts? Do you focus on compassion in your communications with the people closest to you? Do you feel like the people closest to you use compassionate communication towards you? It's a lot of work to compassionately communicate. Is it worth it to you? Thank you for joining me today. If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky. It's built by Kinksters for Kinksters, Poly, Queer, Trans Folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes, and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We are on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also, find me on the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there. T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day! And I'll catch you next episode.